0: Welcome, Friendship Fam. We are live in Friendship Church Studios. I'm Kenny White, inviting you to grab some coffee, buckle up, and enjoy the ride on this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. Welcome, Friendship Fam. We are glad to have you. I'm Kenny White, and I'm here with Joe Farber. And uh, this is this has been kind of a, a special series of opening the podcast back up and Right, Uh, having some fun together in in the podcast and also uh, introducing our folks to some new folks or maybe to some familiar folks, depending on how long they've been here. Yeah. And
1: for all you doubters out there that didn't believe we'd ever be back,
0: ha! (laughs) (laughs) Take that. Take that. Take that. Well, uh, Joel, we have a a special guest today. Yes, we do. And I was wondering, would you just take a few moments and introduce our guests for our listeners? Yeah.
1: In the studio today, we have Joel Ramirez and, uh, Hi, Joel. Good to see you. (laughs) And he and his wife, Jeannie, they work to plant new Hispanic churches in Minnesota and Iowa. And they work also to support Hispanic ministries and ministers, connecting Anglo congregations with Hispanic ministries locally and globally. And, uh, Joel, that is all done through Converge North Central, I believe. And uh, we want to formally welcome you to the Friendship Church podcast.
2: Thank you so much for the invitation and for having me. Yes, Yes, we're so glad you're here. Uh,
0: just for our listeners' sake, from this moment on throughout this podcast, I'm going to refer to Farber mm. and to Joel. Nice. So so that, that they can hear the—they can differentiate immediately what I'm talking about. Right. Or who I'm speaking to. Right. Okay? All right.
1: That's okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, Joel, thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. And w- one of the things that uh, we were wondering if you would be willing to— Uh, share a little bit about Converge. We sometimes have people who are new into our congregation who say, hey, are you a non-denominational church? Or, well, like, what are you? And we say, Converge. And they go, oh, what's that? And you kind of have a special connection with Converge. So I thought it might be good for you to start with uh, introducing Converge to us.
2: Okay. Well, Converge is a Christian denomination, Baptist, the front origin And also, I think there are Swedish, Sweden? Yeah. Swedish Baptists. Swedish, yeah. But I'm not Swedish, so <laughs> i completely <laughs> not Swedish. <Yeah. laughs> but they have passion for reaching the nations. And this is where I came uh, to connect with uh, Converge. Uh, I'm, I'm a church planter from 35 years already. Uh, and at some point, we start a church uh, with Converge, in, in Woodland Hills, I think, is the place where they allowed us to start a church, mm-hmm. and, and they liked my job, and they asked me to be the director of Hispanic ministries. So, for last 10 years, I've been working as um, director of, of Hispanic ministries, and what I feel comfortable with uh, work with Converge is uh, because they are focused in, in reaching the nations, and also they are yeah. very strong in preaching the Word. Yeah. Uh, I coming from um, a background, a Pentecostal background in some ways, mm-hmm. and I know that there is very emotional, and, and I, I try to not to be too emotional. The emotions to teach, teach emotions instead of the words. Yeah. And also, I went, I get my M.D. from Luther Seminary. And this is not exactly uh, Pentecostal, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I don't want to be also uh, Lutheran, so I decide to get more comfortably working with Converge, you know, Bible yeah. uh, teaching than than Pentecostal or Lutheran in some. So I'm. I think uh, Converge is a very uh, balanced uh, denomination yeah. wo- with focus and reaching nations, and also with focus and preaching the Word. Yeah. And so uh, this is what I really like uh, Converge, and I know that the have more than 250 churches here in Minnesota mm-hmm. and they are kind of uh, organization who help each other in and try to work together mm-hmm. to reach others yeah. so I, I really like the the, the politics and, and the way that they are doing things yeah so um, and also in Iowa in this case because it's Minnesota Iowa is conversion or central yeah. uh, but we are also connecting with other other uh, Districts in the United States, and I know that they, we are working also in different places in the world. So I feel great to be part of that kind of organization who not only focus on white Swedish uh, people, but also with all nations. So I'm, I'm glad to be with them. Yeah, Amen. Well, on on behalf of Friendship
0: Church, I want to thank you. Thank you for serving the Lord the way that you have these years and for uh, reaching out into the Hispanic community. That's an area that, uh, I, you know, we, we all have our uh, uh, connections, associations, our neighbors that are a little bit easier for us to connect with, and you are able to go into uh, a community that is growing in the North Central region mm-hmm. in big ways and minister in ways that we can't. So thank you so much for... Uh, loving Jesus and making a difference. And with that in mind, I'm wondering if you'd be willing to just share a little bit about your ministry and and
2: maybe what God has uh, just been doing and putting on your heart. Okay. My base is in uh, South Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. I'm working with a Hispanic church there, and we started a church 24 years ago. And from that church, that helped me to start another five congregations. So, mm-hmm. so six in total for the last 24 years. So, And also, I'm kind of mentoring different congregations. So uh, that's my base, mm-hmm. the, the place where I call my home. And I live time by time to start a new church, but usually I came back because that's the place where that helped me to start the church. Mm-hmm. So that's my church. Uh, I'm also a uh, Connecting with uh, different pastors and um, uh, uh, try to work together in different ways. Sure. And um, the connector, con- the connection that I have with friendship was through another pastor who probably you know or somebody knows. Mm-hmm. His name is Rob Radboyd. He was the one who connect me with com- with friendship, mm-hmm. and he is already retired pastor. And he saw something in me that allowed me to connect with other churches like Friendship. Yeah. And, and and I'm very glad for that connect, connection with Friendship because that helped me to continue doing what I'm doing. Uh, and Converge, of course, they try to reach more Hispanics. So um, that's what I can say to to my ministry uh, in this point. Sure, sure. Well, thank you for
0: that. Now... You're, you're married, and you have three children.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your family dynamics? Okay. My wife, she's American. She's white. And she's, I don't know if you know, but she's, her parent is, parents are, uh, the father is uh, German, and the mother was Jew. So, German and Jew is oh. only, only in America. But she grew up as a Christian. I think her mom and dad uh, meet Jesus in the university. So, they are together growing mm-hmm. in the faith, and they bring to the faith to my wife. Um, and, 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 well, my wife is also a graduate from—she's uh, a student for a journalist— but now she's working as a massage therapist uh, because she don't want to be in a cubicle and live <laughs> stuck in the place. I don't know yes. if you understand that. Yeah, I think yes, so. me neither. Yeah, <laughs> right. Cube <As> a, farm. <laughs> in my, when, when my kids, uh, the older ones are twins. They are uh, 21 years old. The older, oldest one is almost done with uh, Battle studies. He's going to be engineering, graduated as an engineer in computer science this year. Mm-hmm. And another one quit the job after the COVID. And he's working as a uh, delivery pizzas for Domino's. Uh, uh-huh. It's not a free commercial, but... <laughs> and, and also... <laughs> Nice. And also uh, w- teaching music to little kids. He's a musician, so he's, he's very uh, art- artistic. Mm-hmm. And the little one, 18 years old, he already done with the high school technically, uh, e- even that he's not done because he's still waiting for his diploma. Uh, but he already took a few classes in Bethel and also UM, and because he was tired to keep studying so hard, he's taking a break, so he went to Mexico, and he's serving as an assistant uh, teacher, English teacher, in a Christian school, so for two months, he's going to be there, and I think he's enjoying, so I don't know if he's going to go back, but hopefully, the little one is going to follow my steps, and I don't know, hopefully, he can get into the seminary eventually, and became a pastor, but I see something in him, so hopefully the Lord hear my pray and and make him to follow my steps. Yeah, yeah. Well, love that
1: you call him the little one. Yeah. (laughs) Do you call him that
2: uh, at home or? Well, yes, the little one, but he's taller than me. For I don't know, (laughs) it's like. they will always be your little one. Taller than me, so (laughs) yeah. Uh, Uh,
0: My mom is is uh, about mm 7 inches shorter than me and mm. she she says you'll always be my baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're always our babies, right? Yeah. 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 Um uh, one of the things I was wondering Joel if if you could share um maybe there's maybe there's a story of something that God's been doing or whether that's humorous or immediate, you know, something that's happening in in real time right now. Uh, but is there is there a story that you see God at work uh, in the Hispanic community or in one of the Hispanic churches that you're a part of that you well, can share?
2: Um this is from my past. It's not exactly for this time, but sure. I was in the um, up in the mountains in in Mexico working with a tribe. Then the name to the tribe is the Pames, and uh-huh. we the, there's no nothing uh, modern like there. They don't have water, uh, mm-hmm. drain, anything. They, they don't have anything. It's electricity, nothing. This just mm. plain plain life, natural life. And some woman asked me to go to their home to pray for her. Well, and, and I went to pray for and I walked for two hours through the mountains. And when I found her, she's almost I I saw her close to death. So I just asked her to accept Jesus wow. as a savior. And, and, and I told her that she's going to meet the, the creators because I saw her very sick, and, and I prayed for her to, to God receive His soul and everything, mm-hmm. and I would feel very, very happy to bring somebody to Christ in the last moment of their life. So I came back to my uh, camping the camp where we were meeting, and like two days after, uh, two guys came with some bags, and they, they, when I asked them what's that, they say, "Well, there's some meal that the woman for you that, that you pray for uh, uh, want to send it to you because she's here." And wow. for me, that was a surprise because then, I was yeah. expecting her to uh, come. And, and it, these two guys who came uh, tell me that they're already dead. So I planning to do something else, yeah. but God surprised me. And I think it's part of that what we are uh, expecting from the Lord. God is going to surprise you all the time, yeah. even that you pray the, the wrong way, because I was praying the wrong way. <laughs> uh, uh, God is going to surprise you because He has better uh, ways that show you that He's powerful than what you think.
0: Yeah, yeah, abundantly more. Amen. Yeah, amen. That's a great story. I know, Joel, you have some—I'm sorry, Farber, you have Ah. some questions, too, that you were wanting to ask. Indeed, I do. Um,
2: Hey, Joel, uh, how can we be praying for you in your ministry? Well, I have a few uh, requests. Uh, We want to keep planting churches because Hispanics are not stopping to come. And and lately, I see many uh, Venezuelans and Mm -hmm. Central Americans— coming to this country, and also Equatorians. Mm-hmm. And we need more churches who are willing to work with a different culture. And hopefully also friendship can open someday their doors and allow one of the New congregation to start born and see them to develop and, and grow and, 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 and it is, it's like seeing a little baby to grow in your their, in their own family. Mm-hmm. so that fills your heart with joys when you are seeing your kids growing up. so that, can, that experience can be also your friendship. So I want to see more ch- Hispanic churches. and also I know that there's a big need on on the second generation Hispanics. Because the second generation is not the same as the first generation. The second generation are a little more Americans without being Americans. So they are kind of lost in the culture, and they don't know exactly who they are. And they need also mm-hmm. the gospel. We need to see churches uh, starting in for the second generation of uh, Hispanics, and also any other culture who comes close to their homes. And of course, new leaders. We need new leaders. And usually, we as Hispanic, we don't have the uh, skills that the Americans have for music or for. Uh, anything we we need that kind of uh, mentoring from from uh, any church who want to help us to bring the potential of the new congregation for being better serving the community that we work and um, of course we we need people who are willing to uh, work with the newcomers uh, in in easy things like find a job, to how to fill a bank account, and things that for us is is easy and is there all the time. But many of these people probably they don't know exactly how to do it, or they don't have the skills to communicate to to ask for help for for how to do it. So we we need that kind of help. And um, yeah, mainly it is that I, what I ask you to pray for. Sure.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Really
2: appreciate that.
0: Did um and, and I I think we'll we'll take a few moments uh, in just a little bit and we're going to spend some time praying on those sure. uh, on those matters together. Do mm. you have one more question? Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. The uh, the question we like to ask everyone Joel is called the LLS question, which basically is tied to Friendship Church mission statement and it's. If you were to be standing in front of Friendship Church right now, how would you encourage them to love, live, and serve like
2: Jesus? Okay, um, there's something that I was thinking more deeply. And I have an example. Uh, th- there was a missionary who went to Spain, and she, uh, he knocks the door, some, any door, and a lady came to the door, and he told him, I want to uh, tell you about Jesus. And the lady was happy to see the guy and asked him to come into the home. And she went to show something to the preacher. And and she went upstairs, came back with a little nice box with a little piece of wood. And the lady said to the missionary, this is um, part of the cross of Christ. And, and, and the missionary was thinking, well, probably with all the wood that is in the world for the cross of Christ, we can build a cathedral, but probably not, but he, he don't say anything. He said, "What do you prefer to have the little piece of wood or the full cross, the complete cross? And the lady said, "Well, the cross, of course. And the missionary asked him, ask her, and what do you want to have the, the cross? Or the Christ, Jesus Christ, who was in the cross, who want to be with you in your house. Mm-hmm. And the lady said, well, of course, Jesus Christ. The, the missionary say, well, I'm going to present you, introduce you, Jesus Christ, who want to come to your house. And he preached the gospel. And this is a good story. It's a good argument. <laughs> but uh, where is the power of God in that argument? Where is the things that we can expect from God uh, to do it? That is not natural, because I think the gospel is not natural. The love of God is not natural. It's something that is come from about and that need to be different than anything. And the story that I told you before, when God surprised me, answering my prayer in different ways with a lady who was close to death, that was a miracle. And I think if we love God, uh, it's going to show us that God made miracles in our daily life. And how to serve others is not natural either. It's the power about that everything that we understand. I think the power of God is. We need the power of God to do it. Anything that we are doing for love to live or to serve, is we need the power of God. Without the power of God, we are just doing nice arguments and nice stories. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: right. Amen. That reminds me of uh, Acts chapter one verse eight. Right, yeah. With the power of God coming on them, I, that's what we need. Yeah. Well, with that in mind, I, I would I would like to take these next few moments and pray, sure. um, pray for your ministry and uh, the requests that you uh, that you shared. If you don't mind, I'd just like to lead us in that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> Almighty God, we love you, and just even as Joel was sharing, we admit that we we need to depend on you. And so we're we're depending on you, Almighty God. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. We want to celebrate you. We thank you for the cross and sins forgiven. But, Lord, we thank you for you. And so, Holy Spirit of God, I ask that you would, in a very real way, reveal yourself. Specifically, Lord, as we are praying for these Hispanic churches, that, Lord, there would be a sense of your presence, of your love, of your... um, Uh, of your ministry even there. I pray, Almighty God, for more Hispanic churches as uh, immigrants are coming in from Venezuela and Costa Rica and all all of these areas, Lord. I I pray that there would be a church home for them. So, Lord, would you raise up leaders? Would you raise up new leaders, new musicians, new teachers, Uh, Lord, that there would be uh, people who would be ready to receive these families, Lord, we pray for the second generation, uh, those that uh, Almighty God, who really are kind of in the in-between place of uh, having having perhaps even Spanish spoken at home, but uh, speaking English as their primary language and feeling that uh, disassociation. Lord, I pray that they would be able to associate and identify with You. That there would they would recognize their home is with you lord and and that there would be a calling and a growing in a very real way lord i I pray for help uh that as as these uh immigrants are coming in that there would be uh help that they would know how to or be shown how to start bank accounts and get a job and all of these things that perhaps we even take for granted that are, are, are things that need to be learned. Lord, I, I pray for that. I pray for wisdom. Lord, I thank you for Pastor Joel, and I, I ask that you would minister to him and through him, that you would, by the power of your Spirit, use him for your glory, that he and his family would have a sense of your, your presence and love. And Lord, that that would be able to be shared. And Lord, help us to take this message of loving, living, and serving like you, and and uh, that it wouldn't just be a, a mental aspiration, but Lord, that this would be a spiritual endeavor that we could do by your power. And only in your power is it really understood and experienced. We love you, Lord. We thank you and praise you and ask that you would be exalted. And it's in Jesus Christ's precious and holy, holy, holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Joel, thank you so much for joining us. Thank we you appreciate for it. Me. Yeah, our pleasure. Our pleasure. And for those of you that are listening in, God bless you. And don't forget to love, live, and serve like Jesus. We'll see you soon.
1: Thank you for joining in today, church fam. We will see you next time on your Friendship Church Podcast.